Welcome to KP and the City. My name is Kate Pearson. I just moved to, in my opinion, the greatest city in the world, New York City. This place is known to make or break you, so come along on this fight or flight journey with me to see what ridiculous stories I've got this week, only on KP and the City. Hello everyone, first episode of KP and the City. To reiterate, you probably are getting sick of me saying it, but my name is Kate Pierce. KP just moved to the city, 23. I'm living in a pretty nice area of the city. Don't get it twisted. I am not rich. It was a COVID deal. <laughs> um, I make minimal money. I work in podcasting, actually, so this is very fitting. I really like my job. I graduated in 2020 amidst the pandemic, so you... You already know how that went. Um, And now I'm here. So I'm kind of starting fresh. Um, This is kind of going to be like an audio diary, if you want to call it that. Kind of just, here's what I went through this week. Here's the shit that happened to me because I oftentimes am very unlucky. Um, But let me tell you how I started this podcast. So I am launching this podcast through the wonderful company called Backseat Coach, um, which a friend of mine told me about only like a few weeks ago. So it's a brand new company. We're in the next, we're building the next generation of sports media. And I know what you're thinking, Kate, you don't know anything about sports. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm your female audience geared podcast. I am your token girl who knows nothing about sports. It says in my bio though on the website that, um, my like fondest career moment was sports career moment, excuse me, was sitting at a Mets game and catching the, the t-shirt. That's actually, it's a lie. I lied. My friend caught the t-shirt, but I was there. I witnessed it. But yeah, anything involving sports is usually, I just eat a beer and hot dog in hand. And that says it in my, in my bio. So we're building this next sports media brand and it's super cool. And you should definitely go to backseatcoach.com and check out articles, other podcasts, lots of stuff. It's growing. Definitely check it out. So as I'm recording this, I have lived in the city for officially a week. So let me give you a little insight as to how this went. So before I start, let me say that I am brand new to the city. I've been you know, close to the city. I'm not far. I went to school in Westchester. So I, I'm familiar with the city. It's not like I'm like random. Like I know, I know how the subways work. I know where things are generally, but I'm not a New Yorker yet. Um, so that's the point. I don't know what I'm doing. So all you city bitches out there that know what you're doing, um, just don't come at me. All right. I'm trying, help me out, leave a comment, leave me a tip, whatever. I need any, all the help I can get. So with that being said, when I moved in, I'm moving from Central Connecticut. It's about two hours away. I plan to move June 27th, which happened to be at the start of the heat wave. And if anyone knows me, I fucking hate the heat. I hate it. So really good, Kate, moving to New York City in the summer, um, where it's basically an inferno. So I made my whole family help me. Well, they offered. So I got a U-Haul. And what I didn't want to do was buy furniture once I got here because I didn't want to have to lug that shit down the street and get an Uber and all that stuff. So I wanted to have everything for my bedroom ready to go on the day that I moved. So <laughs> we pack up this U-Haul. I'm bringing a desk, a dresser, a, a bed, a bedside table, like all my clothes and everything for the kitchen because my roommates are from the West Coast. So they're flying so they couldn't bring anything. So I had a lot of shit. 
a lot of shit. Um, filled up the entire, I think it was a 10-foot truck, like a, a U-Haul. Filled up the entire thing. Um, so that was kind of embarrassing. But because I really thought that I wasn't going to fill the whole thing. I thought it was going to be too big. No. We get to the city. We pull over. And it's a fucking madhouse. We pull over. And it's just it's hectic. It's a city. And I'm stressed. My dad's stressed. And I also brought my brother and his fiance. So it's about 95 degrees. And for me, at least, it just feels 10 times hotter when you're in the city. Like 95 degrees in Connecticut is hot. But 95 degrees in the fucking city is just so unbearably brutal. For me, at least. So we're hauling ass. Carrying this shit up two flights. Um, I know I don't have an elevator. That's a luxury. Um, hauling ass. We're killing it. We're, we're really cooking with gas. And then it comes to this one big piece of furniture I got on Facebook Marketplace. It's beautiful. It's like real, real wood. It's not some piece of shit I got from Ikea. It's really heavy, like really heavy. And my dad and my brother started to carry it. But I should note that, you know, that virus that was going around, that just basic cold. I'm vaccinated. My whole family's vaccinated. <laughs> So I got my dad sick. Uh, Well, first of all, my brother got me sick and then I got my dad sick. So we all had this virus. So my dad is sick moving me in this poor man. It's too it's too much for him, this piece of furniture. So thankfully, uh, my roommate's dad helped us. And this is giant piece of furniture. They're lugging it up two flights. There were battle wounds. Steven, my brother's name is Steven, got bruises like I have bruises all over me like I'm drenched in sweat her dad gets a like gets cut on his face like it was it was just a shit show to be honest and we don't have AC it's an old building so and I didn't get set up with an AC I have a lovely friend that lended me one um, a few days later so we are all just drenched in sweat and the reason I say this is because I was just sweating for like three days straight so I guess when you're really sweating that much and you're um, how do I put this? Uh, losing all the water in your body. And I was, let me make this clear. I was not replenishing my body of the fluids that were leaving it. Not even close, not even a smidge close. I was not drinking water at all. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I just wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, I'm in the city, blah, blah, blah. Wasn't really eating. Cause I was like nauseous cause it was so hot. <laughs> so that's important because a few days later, after still just like I was just was so you know when you just don't you're not caught up with your hydration you know after like a few nights of drinking you're like oh I need to like drink a lot of water today because I'm behind like I felt like I needed to catch up and I just could not catch up because when I went to the office on Wednesday I felt like I was on my deathbed (laughs) I don't know it just hit me all of a sudden because I felt okay the night a few nights before like I don't know I was okay but I wasn't great my stomach's a mess I have severe cramping and it's not like I'm not gonna appear or anything and I'm over here like hmm, I wonder why I feel like a heaping pile of garbage oh okay that's because you haven't taken a sip of water in three fucking days so I get to work and I'm sitting there and I do one task to be honest I don't even remember that morning I was sitting there and I all of a sudden I was like I can't do this. I turn around and I don't take sick days, by the way. I don't like doing it. I just try to tough it out. But I turn around and go to my boss. I need to go to the doctor. And so (laughs) I was like, I think that I have heat exhaustion or I'm dehydrated. Something is wrong and I can't even look at the screen. So I um, lug my dying body in an Uber on the way home. I feel like I'm going to pass out. 
I've never passed out before, so that's important. And I finally get home and I am just a mess, like a hot mess. I must be having fever dreams at this point because I don't remember a lot of it, but I know that I was like, I was sobbing. I called my dad. I was like, I'm dying. You know, you know how you do. And um, I make a telemed appointment because I don't, I can't even get out of bed at this point. I make a telemed appointment and she's like, you are fucking dehydrated, bitch. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. You know, she asks me to like show her if I can pinch my skin and see, I guess you could see dehydration that way. I don't know. But she was like, you need to get yourself a Pedialyte now. So, and I was asking her, I was like, look, I have a habit of panicking. Am I just panicking? Am I, is my anxiety getting over this or do I need to come to the hospital? And she was like, you need to calm the fuck down basically. So I got Pedialyte Instacarted to me and I took a nap and then I started to feel a little bit better, but take that as a warning. Drink fucking water because I was scared for a minute because no one was home and I was like, I'm going to pass out. Nobody's going to know. And you know, I have anxiety. I was like, I'm going to die. So yeah. Um, so I think, uh, for keeping score here, uh, city one KP zero. I think that living in the city is kind of like a sport. Um, I can't even take credit for the idea. My friend gave me that idea. (laughs) So city one KP zero that happened. (laughs) So, I had been religiously drinking water all week. Thank God. I'm finally feel okay because I'm excited because it's the 4th of July. So I was like, oh, we really need to go out. Like the, we, we hadn't been able to go out all week and I felt like a bad New Yorker. I wasn't able to do anything or explore anything. I live close to Central Park. I hadn't even been because it was so hot. Because again, I fucking hate the heat. I'd rather just stay inside and die. So we went to the fireworks between 34th and, and 41st on the East River and they were beautiful. And I know that's such a touristy thing to go see the fireworks, but like it's 4th of July. Fuck you. I wanted to go see them and they were beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It was the Macy's fireworks. Um, and it was a moment where this is going to sound corny as fuck, but I've wanted to live in New York city my entire life. Ever since I was a kid, my dad took me to the city and I was like, this is it. This is where I need to be. Um, and now I'm doing it. So it's just very cool because I was just looking around and you have that those corny, surreal moments. Like for me, example, a year ago, I was, what is it, July? I was working at a breakfast joint in my hometown, miserable. The job market didn't exist because of COVID. I had just gone through a really bad breakup. So I was pretty fucking miserable. And also we just graduated into this shit economy and no chance of getting a job and we didn't have a graduation. We lost the last few months of college. So, you know, I was depressed <laughs> to say the least. So I was just standing at these fireworks like, holy shit, I did this. I got a job. I got my job in March and moved to the city during a pandemic. That is something to be proud of. And I think that anyone, if you're listening, you know, acknowledge how bad, I mean, you know, think good things happened this year too, but acknowledge how far you've come and be proud of the things that you've done. And I'm super proud that I made that, made it through that. And, um, you know, on the other side, now I have a full-time job that I really like in my field and I'm living in Manhattan. I'm living in the greatest city in the world. I just kind of took that in and I was like, holy shit, look at this. So anyway, it was really cool. Um, so after the fireworks, we go to an Irish pub by the seaport, which is also stunning. Um, we have a drink. It's super fun. I personally, um, 
fit in better with that kind of crowd. I'm not a bougie person. I don't like to wear heels unless I know I'm not going to be walking. So anyway, after the after we go to the Irish pub, we have a reservation. So I'm with my roommate and two of her friends from also from the West Coast. So we have a reservation for midnight. So it's kind of late at Pier 17 and again City people, if you're listening and you think like, oh, Pier 17 so lame. Like, I don't know. It was really beautiful. I really enjoyed myself. It was a little expensive, but it was a holiday. We were willing to pay the money. So we get there and it's this beautiful building. You go up a million flights and it's called the green or something. I don't know. But there's a bunch, basically just a bunch of different sections that you rent. Like you make a, not rent, you make a reservation for like a patch of green. And it's like you have a table and I think there are umbrellas during the day. And um, chairs and everything. And you just have this beautiful skyline view of the city. It's amazing. And of the Brooklyn Bridge. It's so cool. And they were still putting off fireworks. It was just a very main character moment. And um, But anyway, before we sit down, we go up to the podium. And we're like, hi, we have a reservation, blah, blah, blah. This dude, he's like, I'm for the sake of privacy, I'm going to call him Carl. Even though that's not a good name for who he is, but Carl. So he goes, I'm the manager. I'm Carl. And we were all like, Oh, hi. And he's like, he's just got the, he's got big dick energy. That's what I'm going to say. He's just very suave. All right. Like you have a reservation. Just come follow me. We were like, Oh, okay. So he brings us, he's just, just a swagger about him. Just walking. And we sit down and he's so nice to us. And he's like, just here you go. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, so we're having fun. We're drinking, Really enjoying the night, taking pictures. The pictures came out amazing. If you want to see them, follow me at underscore Kate Pear. Pear like the fruit. And then he comes back over and I was like, I don't know. I feel like he's he's vibing with us a lot because there's not a lot of people there because it's late. And it's also a Sunday night. I personally don't work on Mondays. So I was like, I don't care. And I told my roommate, I was like, I think I'm going to try to get his number not to date him or anything, but just have a connection. Like he's a manager of this really cool place. He probably knows a lot of other places. So he comes back over and I was like, (laughs) this is so stupid of me. I was like, where's the best place to take a photo up here? Like Kate, look fucking newsflash. Look around you anywhere. Everywhere has views of the city. He's (laughs) entertaining me. And he was like, yeah, sure. And he takes me and my roommate to this really cool spot. Honestly, with a really cool view of the Brooklyn Bridge. And he takes pictures and I was like, is it weird if I ask for your number? Because you're just really cool and you seem to know a lot. And we're new. Like he knew that like we told them we just moved, blah, blah, blah. And I got his number and uh, he was so nice. And he was just like, yeah, we do lots of events. Like Kesha is coming soon. And I was like, oh my God, we need to go see Kesha. Um, so we'll keep you updated on that. But yeah, um, it was just a really fun, fun time. And long story short, he invited us back for their movie night next week up there. So that should be really cool. So in terms of points, City won, KP won. We're, we're tied. It's a tie. However, <laughs> however, after we're done, we're, like, we're not ready for the night to be over. We're not ready. So we go back to the Irish pub and we're sitting there minding our own business. And mind you. It's been a night so far. Like, I have some alcohol in me. Um, but my parents are listening to this. I was, I'm was, i very safe. I'm always safe. Um, so <laughs> we're minding our own business, and a guy comes up to us. And first, again, sake of names, let's call him, I don't know, Jake. 
Jake comes up to us and he's asking us dumb questions like where the bathroom is when it's really, literally right in front of us. So it's clear that he kind of just wants to talk to us. Fine, I entertain that. I'm like getting to know him because it's the city. I don't care. I'm, I'll make conversation with anybody as long as they're not being creepy. And you know how you do in a bar? It's loud. So I lean in to hear him and I'm engaging in conversation. He's like, whoa, no, like, no, I back up. Like I'm with a girl and she's crazy. And I was like, okay okay, then why are you fucking talking to me? Like I was thinking, okay. So anyway, she eventually comes over and his other friend and she immediately off the bat, he was right. I got a really weird vibe and I was like, okay, you're with a girl. I'm like, cool. I don't care. I'm just trying to make friends. And um, I was like, hi, like I'm Kate. Nice to meet you. She didn't respond and she barely shook my, she shook my hand like she was holding a fish, to be honest. <laughs> and then, um, I said, you know, I love your top. Where'd you get it? And she pulled that shit. She was like, um, I don't remember. And I was like, yeah, okay, bitch. And I don't like to talk about other women like that. All women are wonderful. I love women, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm a feminist. But she was crazy. She was fucking crazy. And she told us she was 27, which so she's four years older than me. She should be way more mature than I am. But basically I got a weird vibe and she was all over the dude. So I was like, she was all over Jake. That's what I called him, right? Yeah, Jake. And so I'm talking to Jake's friend. And I was like, you know, making conversation. It was super nice. And he was like, oh, what do you do for work? And I told him. And, um, you know, I work for a, a known company. I work for a known company. And um, but I'm not like flexing at all. Like I'm 23. I don't know. Because she goes, <laughs> she inserts herself into the conversation. And she says, she says word for word, what are we supposed to be impressed? Um... No, Tiffany, I make entry-level salary. I'm not trying to impress anyone, nor was I speaking to you, bitch. <laughs> so, and again, I have alcohol in me at this point, and I'm not like an angry person, but I was like, that was so uncalled for, so rude. Like, I was so nice to you. I complimented your top. And so <laughs> I literally just look at her, and I was like, what the fuck? And then the guy leans, the Jake leans in, and he goes, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I am over this. And she was just giving me the side eye the whole time. And I was like, look, I'm not coming on to your man, first of all. So I kind of ignore her. Like, I'm not looking at them. They're on my left. I'm talking to the friend and my roommate, whatever. And I hear her say to this man, I shit you not. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Over and over again. And look, I've been that girl where I have been super head over heels for somebody. I have, but never have I ever <laughs> beg, had to beg them to kiss me. Okay, if, first of all, ladies, if you have to beg a man to kiss you, he's not the man. So I felt sorry for her more than anything because clearly this dude is not interested. You could see it. I think she's shit-faced too, so I don't know. But it was just crazy. She's 27 and less mature than my group who I'm with, which ages range from 23 to 21 so I did almost start a fight with her because she was so annoying and that was so rude um but it was not worth that so fuck that girl um however I hope she's doing okay but <laughs> and then uh when I got home I got a text from Jake because I did get his number and um because he's cute he was like I'm single like I'm just here with her she really likes me and I was like okay but if she really likes you first of all you need you need to tell her that you are not interested because that's just common courtesy but anyway I got home and he texted me and he was like sorry for how she acted and I was like oh well it was nice to meet you and your groupie <laughs> um but yeah so that's that story anyway it was really fun so where it got not so fun was um on our way back 
so my roommate and I take the subway back. But we're well before that, we are um, just like frolic in the streets. It's three a.m. It's <laughs> it's not hot anymore, which is really nice. So I think we were just so excited. It was breezy. It was a beautiful night. Um, I won't lie to you. I'm pretty intoxicated at this point, but it's Fourth of July. Um, you know, we're do- we're having so much fun. Like, it was kind of a tough week. Whatever. It was also. I've worked in the city. I worked in the city my senior year. Like I was interning. I've been in. I've been on plenty of subways. I've been in plenty of subway platforms, and I had yet to see a city rat. And I just wanted to see one so bad. And guys, we did. Um, we're walking and I'm like you know I'm just enjoying the night whatever and all of a sudden I hear my roommate go rats (laughs) and I look and we see like three rats just scurry across the street and I was it was like a celebrity sighting I was just so excited to see those rats um so we're finally on the subway and um I'm nodding off when I get drunk I am sleepy especially at the end of the night I'm tired I'm not passed out because of how drunk I am I'm just I'm just exhausted and um, I'm nodding off and all of a sudden Whitney goes, uh, Kate, and I like open my eyes. <laughs> she says, um, we're in Brooklyn. And I was like, how long was I asleep for? <laughs> and lo and behold, we got on the wrong fucking train. Um, we really thought we were doing so well. Um, so, yeah, we got a, not even once. It's not even like we realized right away. Two stops in. And that made sense because I remember thinking, hmm, we haven't gotten off yet. Like, oh, no shit. We were underwater. So we get off and we have to wait 20 fucking minutes to get back on and go the other way. And to be honest, I fall asleep for the rest of the subway ride. So I don't remember how long it was. Thank God for my roommate. She woke me up. She was like, bitch, let's go. And I, we got off the train and walked home and I don't remember the rest. But I do remember I woke up this morning with a washed face, my contacts out. Um, yeah, safely home. We even double locked the door. So I consider that a success. So I would give myself a point for that. However, I think going to Brooklyn at 3 a.m. by accident gives Manhattan the point. So city two, KP one. <laughs> so all in all, I had a great first week. Uh, final score, two to one, sitting in the lead. Um, but don't worry, there is plenty of time for me to catch up. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Please rate, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out our other stuff on BackseatCoach.com. Um, make sure you give it a give it a follow or whatever we're doing. I don't know. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Kate Pear. Um, You can also follow my TikTok. I have a TikTok. It has gone viral by accident for um, posting videos of Two Bears, One Cave, the podcast with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. So hilariously, I have 15,000 followers on TikTok now. So go go give me a follow. Um, And stay tuned for the ridiculous stories that I may have next week. This has been KP in the City. I will talk to you soon.